Anybody else out there love 80s music? Wait a minute. Who doesn't like 80s music? <laughs> Ow! Better change a happy life. I have a crazy story to tell you today, and I can't wait. But before I do, I want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by Happy Life Coaching. Happy Life Coaching is going to do something very special. It's our way of helping during this time of crisis. We want to give away a month of free coaching. So if this virus or life has got you down, it's got you sad, let us pour courage into you. Let us encourage you. Let us bring some happy to your situation and help you with that because happy life as we all know doesn't come from circumstances it's despite those circumstances we can be happy and happy life coaching can help us see that steve helps me to be more happy more relaxed and i tend to be the opposite where i worry a lot i stress and when i think of steve i think the opposite and he's taught me the opposite email us at coaching at happylife.studio coaching at happylife.studio. Space is limited. I'm going to show you how to operate in a spirit. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to understand. Hey, are you happy? Now that's a great question. Does the sun set high? Does the sun set high? Welcome to Happy Life Studios. What's up, Happy Lifers? Thanks for joining us today. I can't wait to share this story with you. In fact, I've been wanting to share this story with you guys for a long time now. It just hasn't been the right time or I haven't remembered it, but today is the day. Lucky you, right? I was on a way to speak somewhere and um, I had a rental car and I was driving across the Midwest. I had a long drive that day. And with the rental car, it was really cool because I got Sirius Radio. And you know what's cool about Sirius Radio? I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of things cool about Sirius Radio. In fact, maybe this podcast should be brought to you by them. But the thing that I think is the best part about Sirius Radio is the 80s music channel and sometimes the 70s music channel. I don't know what genre of music you like. In fact, I got an idea. Why don't you let us know? Email me at yostevo at happylife.studio. Yo, S-T-E-V-O at happylife.studio. Or you can call us at 425 200 Hayes, H-A-Y-S, and just leave a Yo Stevo and and tell us what your favorite genre of music is. Do you think I'm crazy for liking 80s music? <laughs> Maybe you, you like a different genre. Let us know and, and email us and, and call us and, and we would love, in fact, we might even be able to put you on the, on the podcast. But I was driving across the country and, and I, of course, I had serious radio on and so for hours, man, I had nothing but 80s tunes on. <laughs> I mean, I was just jamming. Many people think I'm weird, but they've never seen me drive. When I'm drive, I'm even 
weirder. I mean, the I close the windows or I'm out on the open road and no one is around and I just go crazy. I mean, I just, especially when it comes to tunes, I am, you know, you, you get the image of people singing in the shower and, and acting the fool and how does that quote go? Dance like nobody's watching, sing like nobody's listening. That's what I do when I'm on the road. And this trip several years ago, that's exactly what was going on. I mean, 80s music was going on. It starts off with Michael Jackson. And I'm singing Billie Jean and Beat It and and I'm trying to do all my Michael Jackson stuff, you know, and I'm just having a great time, you know. And then all of a sudden, a song comes on, and it's by Queen. What a classic, right? I don't know if I'm built this way or if I learned it somewhere, but, you know, when Jesus was alive on the earth, he told parables, and they weren't. Bible studies that he planned for, that he prepared for. Jesus just told story. He saw his father in everything. In fact, he said, I only do what I see my father doing. I kind of take that to myself as well. Like, I want to see God in everything. I don't see God as everything. I mean, I don't think God is a sidewalk, but I think I can see God in that sidewalk as far as, hey, God says, I am the way. I'm the path that, that you that you walk on. I've laid out this path for you. So I want to try to not just see God at certain times and in certain big things. I want to see God. I want to experience God in every little part of life. Just like with my wife. I, I, I don't want to just talk to her on our dates. I don't just want to have a date with her every week and just make it a killer date. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd love to have a killer date with her every week, right? But I want to experience her every little moments. I love how her toes wiggle when she when she's happy. I love how she plays games on the computer. I love to listen to her laugh when she's gaming online. I, I all these little things about my wife. I want to experience every little bit of her because I love her like crazy. The same way with my kids. I mean, I don't just want to know the big things. I just don't want to know what their grades are and where they plan on go to college or you know what they how what gigs they've been playing in lately. I want to know every little thing about them. The more I like someone, the more I get to know someone, the more I want to know about all the little things of their life too. I love to go deep in conversation, but I also love to notice all the little things. And I'm trying to do that with God. And maybe that's why this trip happened. Maybe that's why I see and hear God like this. But the song Another One Bites of Dust comes on, right? And as I'm singing, all of a sudden I'm thinking, God, I can relate to that, you know, because I was going through a struggle at the moment. I'm like, another one bites of dust. Yeah. I mean, that's me, right? (laughs) So I'm telling God how I'm feeling while Queen's going on. Another one bites of dust. And all of a sudden the next song comes on and it's Bon Jovi. And I'm getting into it. And all of a sudden it's almost like God was sitting there smiling at me in the passenger seat going, are you paying attention here? You just told me that you think you're going to bite the dust, right? And I'm telling you, you need to live on a prayer. I was like, whoa, I think God just had a moment with me. And then a song comes on, the next song, or a couple songs later, it was years ago, so I don't have all the details down, but I'm giving you to the best that I can remember. But all of a sudden, Journey comes on. Don't stop believing. And I'm singing along, and all of a sudden, again, it's like I'm missing the, the moment. I think God loves to communicate with us. That's why he made us, because we're his children. We're his spouse, the Bible says. 
he he wants to communicate with us. He wants to be a part of all of our little things, not just the big things of our life. And so, again, I missed it. I think God's always communicating. We're just not always catching it because we think he communicates in certain big ways at certain big times. But I think God wants to communicate through journey. He wants to communicate through 80s music, which is exactly what he did on this trip. Maybe this podcast is making you going to make you going to love 80s music more if that's even possible. Or maybe it's going to make you hate it. I, I don't know, but it's a pretty cool story. And Don't Stop Believing comes on, and all of a sudden I finally get it, and I'm like, okay, God, you're telling me to live on a prayer, to, to, to pray, to communicate with you, and don't stop believing. You know, and uh, this life that I live is a crazy life. I, I felt like God has called me to go down this path, and it gets it gets scary a lot. And oftentimes, God calls us to go in places that get scary. And and I'm thinking about that, and I'm in a tough situation because I'm I'm following what God wants me to do. I'm following Him where He wants me to go, and I'm living on faith, and I'm I'm trying to make this thing happen. And all of a sudden. Van Halen comes on. Ciao. Go ahead and jump. I felt like God is saying, Steve, just take the leap of faith, man. Jump. So I'm like, I'm digging this a lot, right? You know? And there were songs in between these songs. It didn't all just happen, bam, 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 back to back. And maybe God is trying to speak to me in other ways in the other songs. And maybe he was just wanting to, to jam with me. But I was getting so into it. And all of a sudden, I started talking back to him. So like, if you're going to tell me to take the leap of faith, you're going to tell me to not stop believing. Well, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start praying right now. And so I basically, when my prayers, it wasn't, you know, prayer is supposed to be a connection. We'll talk about that more. In fact, what I want to do, this is the, this is going to be the start of a series of podcasts on communicating with God. I like that more than prayer because prayer, we've got our minds made up on what prayer is supposed to look like. And we make it really formal and we make it, well, that's all for the, for the podcast series. I think you're going to love this series. And even when we talk about talking to God, um, it's talking at him. It's not, it's, we got this image of what that looks like, but communicating with God is a little bit different. Letting God guide our lives. Man, who doesn't want God, the creator of the universe, the creator of us, who's got a plan for us and laid out our days? Who doesn't want his advice and help? Cause he knows where we need to go and how we need to get there. And so God is like, you want me to start praying? All right. You want to live on a prayer? Okay. I'm going to live on a prayer. And I start telling him where I'm at and how, how I want him to, to, you know, answer. If I'm going to do this for you, God, I want you to do this for me. And I think that's actually when, when Jump from Van Halen came on, like, Steve, just take the leap of faith. And I'm like, yeah, I took the leap of faith, but I need some help right now. And I'm scared right now. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just pouring all that out. And I'm not asking God to answer my needs or my prayers. I'm not even asking him what his opinion is on them. I'm telling him, honestly, we call it communication and connection at prayer, but I'm telling God how to answer my prayers, <laughs> right? I'm telling God, like, like, you know, this is what you need to do. If I'm going to do this for you, I had a, a pastor friend once tell me that too. He's like, Steve, I just told God, I'm not going to, you know, I'll do what you want me to do, but I'm not doing that. It's like that song, I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. And I'm like, you know, that that sounds good and everything. Like you can tell God what you will and will not do, but you know, I mean, that that song never made sense to me. Was that Meatloaf that sang that? Was that another '80s tune? I think I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. You know, and so that's what my friend told me. Like he was saying, Steve, I just said I'm not going to live this way. And God, you have to answer. Well, you know what? That's like we're trying to tell God how to run our lives, right? We're trying to tell God our boss 
how to be our boss, right? Actually, I'm trying to boss him at this moment. I'm telling him that I want him to answer my prayers and the way I want him to answer my prayers. I'm not being that bold. It's sounding more spiritual, like, God, you know, you know, I love you. And I, you know, but I made it sound all flowery and spiritual, like you're supposed to do in good prayers, right? But God sees all through that. He sees, he sees all through that, right? And the song comes on. Everybody wants to rule the world. <laughs> so I'm telling God, hey, you need to answer my prayers if I'm going to do this thing for you. And he comes back with, hey, everybody everybody wants to rule the world. Like, And I feel like it was playful. It wasn't like God slapped my hands. I think a lot of times, like last week, we talked about in the, the Miracle podcast, in the Toilet Paper podcast, the, the 1980s Olympic team and how Herb Brooks took them to win the gold and it was Herb Brooks that did that because he was an amazing coach and and uh and I think that's a great way to see God. God isn't out there with a ruler wanting to hit us on the back of the hands like some of us grew up with and and he's not that way. He's not he the Bible says he's slow to anger and he's abounding in love. He's patient towards us. Love is patient. Love is kind. God is gentle. He he cares for us. He he already paid the price for all of our sins and all of our wrongdoing. And he said, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they do. And I think to see God as a coach is a very healthy thing. And that's what we have to do. And right here, when when I feel like the song comes on, everybody wants to rule the world, I felt like God was playing with me a little bit. Like he was telling me, yeah, wouldn't it be nice to get everything the way you want it? But Steve, I got a bigger plan here. Then I said something like, you know, now I'm trying to plead my case with him. Like, yeah, well, I, well, I don't want to rule the world, God, but you know, you, you know, you said you love me. What's love got to do? Got to do with it. Seriously, <laughs> that song comes on and I'm like, God's like, of course I love you. I, that always gets me. People always say, well, if you love me, that's not love. That's manipulation. When I tell, tell my wife, if you love me, you'll do this for me. Well, if I loved her, I wouldn't put that on her. And yet I was doing that with God. I think we do that a lot with God. Like, God, you said you love me. And he comes back with, what's love got to do with it? And made me think and really softened my heart up towards God and made me realize that, you know, God, I want to love you no matter what. I just want to do what you want me to do. And your plan for my life was better than my plan. And my heart was getting really soft. And then all of a sudden, the song from YouTube comes on. I can't live you. That song came on and I said, you know what, God, that's how I feel about you. That's exactly how I feel about you. I, I can't live without you. I can't do this without you. In fact, I don't want to. And then halfway through the song, it switched. And I felt like God said, that's how I feel about you. I can't live without you. I mean, think about it. God always was. And yet he decides to make mankind. Why? Because he wants someone like him. He made us in his image, someone like him to hang out with him. He wants to live with us. And he told me, Steve, I feel the same way about you. I can't live without you. I need you in my life. I want you in my life. Oh, my word. That just hit me between the eyes in a good way, right? But I was like, are you kidding me, God? Did, did I feel like God just tell me that he wants to live with me, but he can't live without me, that I'm that, I'm that important to him? And then Top Gun comes on. Take my breath away. <laughs> I felt like God was just sitting there smiling at me, like going, are you listening? You take my breath away, Steve, right? 
And regarding your, your worry and your fear and your all your anxiety and how you want me to answer all those prayers, never gonna give you up. Never gonna run around and desert you. Because <laughs> I was kind of hurt by God going, God, I'm in this mess because I'm trying to follow you. And he, he, that Rick Astley song comes on. He's saying, I'm never going to leave you. I'm never going to forsake you. But now he's got Rick Astley singing it to me. He's saying, I'm not going to leave you. I'm, not, I'm never going to give you up. And then Guns N' Roses come on and I, I lost it. I mean, I love that tune. I love how Guns N' Roses sings it. You know, and sometimes I think we think that, that Jesus is like this, God is like this, this shepherd with this pastel blue sash around his neck, carrying a sheep around his neck, and, and you know, just, oh, blessed are you. And, and we don't picture him like Guns N' Roses, but God made, he made them in his image. That doesn't mean that we live in his image, but he made us in his image. He made the Beatles in his image. He made Jeff Dunham in his image. He made, I mean, who's your favorite actor? Who's your favorite comedian? Who's your who's your favorite person on the earth? He made them in his image, and we need to see that because God's trying to say, I'm like that. We love Christmas because the baby Jesus is so warm and so precious and so tender and vulnerable. That's God as well as powerful and just and fair and right. And when Guns N' Roses comes on, the way they sing it, that that passion, sweet child of mine. I don't just sing the songs. I try to sing them like the artist and see as close as I can, get to their voice as possible. So I'm getting ready to sing Guns N' Roses, and I felt like God just was telling me, don't sing, Steve, just let me sing to you and then he's saying that to me and i just lost it right i'm having this very cool moment with god in this car and uh and then the song comes on i think it's by simple minds Don't you forget about me. it's almost like god is saying okay you've been been serious long enough but now he he gives me another serious message but he gives it to me in a in a song in a cool way like down, 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 you know, from the breakfast club. But, you know, I felt like God was saying, now, Steve, don't forget about me. My like, God, I never forget about you, but I do. In my everyday activities, I just put God on the shelf. Oftentimes I get on my path and get on my road and I just, I do, I forget about God. I just, I'm going to live my life. Like, I can't think about God all the time. Well, if my wife was with me all the time, I'd think about her and I wouldn't, I wouldn't be bummed out about that either. You know, the Bible talks about pray without ceasing. Let's talk about hanging out with God. God is love. He is peace. He is victory. He is happy. He is joy in his right hand are pleasures forevermore. I mean, God is everything good. Why wouldn't we want to hang out with him all day? Why wouldn't we want to think about him all day? That's what Jesus did with his father in heaven. When he would see a field and he'd tell his disciples, hey, the kingdom of heaven, man, is like a field. He saw God and everything. In the same way, I'm jamming to all these 80s tunes and God is just blowing my brain. And he's saying, don't you forget about me. At that moment, I responded with, you know what? God, help me not to forget about you because I do. I go on my own way. I get stressed out. And sometimes I only come to you when I'm stressed out. 
I'll put you in this place. Idolatry is you put God in an in a image, and then when you're in trouble, you come to that image, and you, you give the, that image your prayers. You give that image the food or whatever you want to do that you do with the idol, right? And then you close the curtains, and you leave it behind. You come back when you're in trouble. I think a lot of times we do that. We put God in the church. We come to when we're in trouble. We have a prayer closet that we go to when we get in trouble or when we want to pray for somebody. But I think God is like, hey, can I have a say on where you want to eat today? Hey, I was hoping we could go to Wendy's. I mean, for me, I see God that way, and it's changed my whole viewpoint of hanging out with him all the time. And I still got a long ways to go, but man, I've come a long ways. In fact, when I got done with that road trip, I felt like God said to me, hey, man, thanks for the prayer meeting. And all of a sudden, I'm thinking, prayer meeting? What are you talking about, prayer meeting? This isn't a prayer meeting, because I'm a preacher's kid. I grew up in church. And um, we went to prayer meetings all the time. And to be honest with you, I didn't like him. I don't like him. I don't like having to sit there with my head bowed and my eyes closed for an hour while we take turns and everyone talks at God. I'm not saying all prayer meetings are like that, but growing up, basically all mine were. That's what we did. In fact, I don't think I'm the only one because every prayer meeting I've ever been to always starts the same way. They say, hey, we're just going to go for an hour. That's just an hour. Like if you told your wife that before you took on a date or your girlfriend or your boyfriend, you were like, hey, we're only going to go on a date for an hour. So it's just an hour. So hang with me. I mean, if if my wife said that to me, hey, we're going to go up. How long is this going to be? I mean, you know, oh, babe, it's only an hour. I'd be like, you know what? Never mind. I don't want to go on the date with you. And some we start off premium. Hey, it's only going to be an hour. And then we say, but if you want to stay longer, you can. Now, we never say, if you want to leave earlier, you can. But we always say, if you want to stay longer, you can. And you know what happens when that hour gets done? Of all the prayer meetings I've ever, ever been to, there may have been less than a handful of the hundreds and the maybe even thousands that I've been to growing up all my years. There's only been a handful of them where people actually stayed longer. When that hour is up, boy, we were out the door. But I'm like, this can't be a prayer meeting that I just had with you, God, because I love this. I mean, Hours went by and I didn't even realize I was just communicating and singing with God. And it wasn't every song was that way, but it was just us hanging out with each other. And that's what you do with your friends. You you just hang out. Prayer is just simply hanging out. It's communicating with God. And when he said, Steve, thanks for the prayer meeting, it changed my whole mind. Just mind blown. I mean, that's what prayer looks like. And I felt like God was just smiling at me. Yeah, that's what prayer looks like. And I went, if I don't own this. I would have been a prayer warrior a long time ago. I mean, we always have these people in our churches, we call them prayer warriors. It's felt like they, they could pray for hours and they just, when they prayed, it's just like they could talk and talk and pray and pray. And, and they love the prayer meetings where I didn't. And I just always felt like I couldn't do that. I said, I got the wrong perception all along. God wasn't asking me to do that. That might be how they communicate with God, but Steve, let's get in the car and drive and let's put on the eighties tunes, right? Cause that's prayer too. And I went, whoa, Ever since then, my prayer life has just changed to just hanging out with God and talking with God and and listening to him and just hanging out, sometimes not saying anything, no agenda, not closing my eyes because I got in too many car accidents praying while I was driving. Just kidding. I, I, but I did get in a car accident just recently, but that's a whole other, that's a whole other story. But I think it's really important for us to talk about communicating with God because this is this podcast is in religion and spirituality section for a reason. It's it's going after people that are hungry. They know that there's a, there's a bigger force out there and they they know there's something more out there and they're hungry and they want to know and I'm just here to tell you there's more than one way 
to skin a cat and there's more than one way. Well, that's a terrible thing to say, isn't it? Why, why do we grow up on that? There's more than one way to, I don't know, I can't think of anything else right now, but who's going to skin a cat? <laughs> Welcome to my brain. Um, but but there's, more, there's, also, there's more than one way to communicate with God. There's billions of ways to communicate with God. You know how I know that? Because there's billions of people on the planet. God made us all individual. And we talked about in last week's podcast, play your game, boys. Herb Brooks said to his Olympic team, play your game. Don't try to play the Soviets game. Play your game. And God made you to play your game. And we try to copy other people. And that's why I want to do this series on prayer, because I want to release us from that. Because for years, it stopped me from communicating with God the way I could have. And when this whole thing happened, I'm like, wait a minute. If I can communicate with God by singing a bunch of 80s tunes and including him in that, that's what God wants. He says, in all your ways, acknowledge him. Admit that he's there. Hey, what's up, God? I'm listening to 80s tunes. Acknowledge him. And then he will direct your path. And I just felt like God and I were just grooving and cruising down the road. And that's really what prayer is supposed to be. It's having some fun with God, even with serious things. And I just want us to see that prayer can be like that as well. Well, I hope that road tripping wasn't too crazy for you. (laughs) Thanks for listening. I hope that helped. Remember, Life isn't perfect, but it can be happy. Especially when you got God in the seat next to you. Hey, if you haven't left yet, I just got an idea. Number one, don't forget about the, the Happy Life Coaching. Seriously, Happy Life Coaching is doing it for free. And so if if you need some encouragement at these times, you need a little bit of happy in these times, just email us at coaching at happylife.studio. But I had an idea. I'd like to know from you, like, what are some of the ways or the, some of the times, give me some stories or instances of where you felt like God was communicating with you that was maybe out of the norm. Maybe it wasn't in a prayer meeting. Maybe it wasn't with your hands folded and your eyes closed, but... You felt like God revealed himself to you or revealed something to you. You saw something that was just maybe cool. Maybe you thought it was karma. Maybe you thought it was coincidence. I heard a pastor say once, coincidence is simply God's way of remaining anonymous. And uh, so I think oftentimes a lot of our coincidences are really God speaking. But we'll talk about more of that in some of these other episodes in the series. But email us at yostevo at happylife.studio or call us at 425 425- 200 Hayes, H-A-Y-S, and let, let us know some ways that God has revealed himself to you. Steve Hayes.